Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. That's right. I need you to turn your speakers up now. Let's go. Passing the music to movies all in the above. It's all good. We got it. Yeah. Welcome back. Hope you all had a very, very Merry Christmas. And we are your hosts, DNJ, or if you are new to the show, it is Doug and Jackie. And you can call in any time to the show live and join in the conversation. You can call in 347-215-8305, or you can go into the chat room at any time throughout the entire show. Yep, that's right, people. And today we are discussing the gift of giving and how important it is to share whatever you can with others, even if it's only of your time. We will also cover all things NBA, marriage, beauty, fashion, lifestyle, entertainment, and you guys already know so much more. We will also be bringing on a very special guest for you later on in the show, so make sure you stay tuned for that. That is right, babe. Have you guys ever wondered how a person's life was changed when you gave them a particular gift or a helping hand? Well, even the smallest gestures are awesome. Some people feel like if they don't have money to donate or material things to share, it won't make a difference or that much difference in people's lives. But really it does, folks. That kid that never had older siblings to be able to have a big sister figure or a big brother figure in their life will be extremely grateful. There are millions, or I wouldn't say millions, but thousands of organizations around the 50 states like Big Brothers, Big Sisters, all types of volunteer programs that you can get involved in. And guess what? It will really, really make a difference in someone's life. And that's right, you guys. And now we want to share some ways that we can all give back, okay? And this is something that we may not have all thought of. So we're not trying to like that, you guys. We're just giving you guys suggestions and ideas on the ways that we can all share and give them back. That's right, babe. How about donate old coats or clothing? You can no longer use someone will truly, truly appreciate them. This is the season of cold weather, snow, rain, a lot of different things. If you got old coats, old clothes, Ant socks, any of that type of stuff donated to the Goodwill, Salvation Army, high schools. There are a lot of different places that accept donations, and they make sure that they get in the right hands of truly, truly need them during this season. 
call most definitely, you guys. And um, I see the call lines lighting up. Go ahead and join into the conversation anytime throughout the show. Um, if you're an author as well as we are, okay, in our family, we can donate, and this is what we're going to do. We donate books to low-income charities and community centers. You can donate it to, you know, public the public school system, private sector, whatever, you know, but it helps them to, you know, it helps the Read to Achieve program. It also helps kids to read and want to read, and it will brighten their lives. Um, it touches the youth in a way, you know, as far as education and inspiration to them. So it's definitely a good way to give back if you're an author. You can, you have extra books laying around. Just donate a couple, right, babe? That is an awesome thing because growing up, you don't really realize how much reading does for you. And so we have a lot of friends who we talk to, and they come and they say, you know what, I read so much now. It's been so much for my life, and I really, really enjoy it. But these are things that when you're younger, you don't really realize. But maybe you donate that one book that somebody truly, truly say a kid is a, I don't know, a skateboarder or he's something, and you give it to them and it really, really opens up their mind and touches them and really spawns something because ultimately that's what books do. They spawn thought and they spawn awareness and different things in people that maybe they didn't know they had an interest in because you can read a book, you can travel to faraway lands and all types of different things. So uh, if you got any books, please, please donate them to libraries, uh, any, any type of schools or anything like that. Also, if you have elderly neighbors, now you can help elderly people with such things as, you know, grocery shopping, cutting their grass, any of that type of stuff will help them out so much because a lot of the times they're on different schedules and different things, but you see them coming home and you see they got some bags or something, run down, help them out. These are the type if they really not only touch their heart, it truly helps them because as you get older, you get a little bit weaker sometimes and you can't grab those groceries the way you'd like to. Oh, most definitely, and that's a great one, you guys. Definitely help out elderly, elderly people. And it doesn't even have to just be your neighbor. It could be someone walking down the street. And make sure you, you know, let them know that you're trying to help them so they don't take offense or think that maybe someone's trying to harm them um, in these times, in these day and age. You know how that can be. Next is got any old furniture? Maybe you donated to shelters around your town. There's so many people, you guys, that's going to benefit from that because, you know, the furniture not only will help the first group of people that use it, but many after that. Shelters can take anything from linens and, I'm sure, towels to, you know, furniture, chairs, couches, beds, anything you can donate because it's just helping, you know, fellow human beings. So definitely, if you guys got some stuff, that's a great way to give back is by donating old furniture. That would be awesome, baby. You can also say you are educated on certain topics or services or anything like that, and this kind of babe goes along with the big brothers and big sisters. Uh, yeah. If you're if you are educated in say some type of topic or service area, what you can do is you can help somebody who they may normally have to pay for this type of a service, but maybe you offer them a one-time free consolation or whatever. Just give them time to take some notes and teach them how to do it, and all of a sudden they are off and running on their own. Maybe they go pick up some books and they can you know find their way through it and show them that you know it might not cost as much as you think to do that thing that you want to do. So try to help somebody out, maybe in that area also. 
Oh, most definitely, you guys. Another one is re-gift. This one is a huge one. Instead of throwing away an unneeded or unwanted gift, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to return it, but I don't want to give it back to the person and tell them I really just can't use this. Why not re-gift it to someone else? There's nothing wrong with that. It's a nice item. It's a great gift. Somebody, you know, somebody else's trash is someone else's treasure. Always think about that. And re-gifting is a huge one. So if you got some things that you don't want and you've received even this Christmas, and we'll get into that a little bit later on some of the things that everybody has you know, done for this uh, 2009 holiday season, but definitely re-gift. Isn't that a good idea, babe? Baby, that is such a good one because sometimes, you know, people, they give you a gift and you don't want to say, oh, That's you right. know what, I just got one of these the other day. So you <laughs> it. And if you don't have the receipt, you can't return it, get something else or whatever. You give that gift to somebody else and it still is the gift that given. That is a big one, baby. Regifting is awesome. And how about this one, you know, in times when money is a little bit low and things are a little bit shaky on the dollar front, this doesn't cost anything. Give a hello or a kind word of confidence to someone you know that may be feeling a little down. It's free. It's the gift of love just saying, hey, you know what, you're looking great today or how are you doing and really maybe stand there and have a quick conversation because sometimes people say, how are you doing, and they really don't mean it because they're rushing through so fast, but you actually stop and pause and listen and go back and forth with them a little bit and give them a kind word because love is free, everybody. Just pass it on. Oh, most definitely. And you can call in live to the show, as you guys already know, 347-215-8305. Throughout the entire hour, we're going to be chatting with you guys until 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And, um, wow, you guys get to hear our intro. That's our intro. This is Infinite Love that we're talking to you guys on. Doug and Jackie, we're your hosts. The next one and the final one is give freely of your knowledge, you guys. You, you can take, you can do this for other people. You can make it a point to uplift, inspire, educate, and comfort people. And guess what? You will receive triple in return for doing that in love and admiration, good thoughts, and appreciation. That's how people would feel. They may not even say it, but don't do it just because you're looking for something in return. Those are the things you're going to automatically get. It's an automatically give and get, okay? And with this being the holidays, now is a good time as any to start making a positive difference in the lives of others. And I would like to um, share with you guys some of the simple things that me and my husband have done over the last couple of years as far as giving, and hopefully we inspire you to do the same. And, you know, you don't have to necessarily do with monetary. You can do it just by being kind. And, like, we have family members. Both of us have a big family on each side. And, you know, what we would do is, we, would, you know, when we were through with furniture or we were moving or we were upgrading or downgrading some items in our, you know, kitchen or whatever, we looked to family members that would really be in need of it. And, you know, even friends and different people that we have in our lives growing up because they've given, you know, of their time and of their self, and I'm sure if they had it, they would share with us as well. And we've shared in that way. Um, There's ways you can, you know, share with kids by giving your child old toys and books to them and donating it to different, you know, charities, right, babe? I really think that's a big one, babe, when you talk about the kids because uh, we have three children and they grow so fast that all of a sudden if if they're not all girls, if they're not all boys, uh, (laughs) the boys aren't going to be able to play with the girls' uh, toys after they're done. So you take those dolls and different things that they finally let go of and you donate them to somebody, and I tell you, it will really, really brighten up their day. We have a doll in our family, and the doll's name is Drusinda, and Drusinda's been, I don't know where she's at, but she's been around for ages and ages. But those are the type of things that you hand on to the next generation. For kids, that is really, really a big one, babe. 
And you know what? That's so cute that my husband brought that up because Jacinda, yes, she has been around and she's actually coming to live with us for a while because I have been looking for a Jacinda for quite a while and I asked for, she's a Cabbage Patch, by the way, you guys, and um, she belongs to our oldest daughter and I asked for a Cabbage Patch for Christmas the last two years and my mom attempted to get me one this year, but the one she got me wasn't quite like Jacinda. She's gorgeous. She's a cutie pie, but she isn't Jacinda and she's she's a baby and Jacinda was more of a teenager, so I get to keep both of them. so our daughter is going to let me take care of Tricinda for a while for her. And so it's going to be really, really fantastic and fun um, to have her around. I know how special she is to our daughter, Takari, so she's going to be very loved over here with us. And um, you know what? We're going to jump right on down. We, oh, wait, I want to leave you guys with a thought. Keep this thought. What have you given this December 25th, 2009, yourself, uh, material, donation, whatever. Just think about that, and, and please join us on the next show coming up uh, next Saturday, same time, same place, or email it to us. I'd love to um, share with other people on the next show some of the things you've given. This show is all about the gift of giving, and we wanted to recap this holiday. Um, this Christmas has been very merry. I'm a little under the weather, so if you hear kind of me sounding grag- groggy, I have the flu, but I'm, I couldn't leave you guys out there, and I definitely wanted to join my husband in um, wishing you guys all a belated Merry Christmas and a very, very very happy new year. We won't be talking to you until after the first part of 2010. Um, we know you guys have been tuning into the news and checking out all the latest headlines, and so have we. And in our hottest, in our today's hottest takes, okay, for our show, and, and there may be some other hotter topics out there, you guys, and if so, email us. Let us know. We'd love to know about it. Um, we're going to share with you what our picks are and the hottest topics in the news. Well, babe, leading it off, Nigerian man is charged with attempt to destroy Detroit-based, uh, or excuse me, Detroit-bound plane. Now, the Nigerian man, his name is Umar Abdul Mutalab, 23, boarded the flight in Amsterdam on December 24th with a device attached to his body near the end of the flight. Uh, Abdul went to the bathroom for about 20 minutes. Back at his seat, he complained of upset stomach, pulled the blanket over himself. Then passengers were um, heard popping noises similar to firecrackers, smelled an odor, and someone observed Abdul Mutalab's pant leg and the wall of the plane on fire. Uh, at that point, passengers and crew then subdued him and used blankets and fire extinguishers to put out flames. Passengers reported that Abdul Mutalab was calm and lucid throughout. One flight attendant even asked him what was in his pocket, and he resp- um, replied, an explosive device. Now, law enforcement officials interviewed all 279 passengers and crew members. An affidavit filed in the criminal complaint, it states that when the subject was subdued, he was holding a smoking, partially melted syringe. A passenger grabbed the syringe, shook it to stop it from smoking, threw it on the floor of the aircraft. That's where FBI officials recovered the syringe later. Now, the, the um, explosive babe is called PETN, a highly explosive chemical, and this alleged attack on the U.S. airplane on Christmas Day shows that, everybody, we must remain vigilant in um, when you're in flight because terrorism is just around us at all times, and we really have to make sure. If you see anything suspicious, report it to somebody in the airport, bus station, wherever you're at, because believe me, it is definitely, definitely worth it, and this shows that, baby, unfortunate incident. Oh, 
and that is so sad. Hey, we're going to take a quick break for a moment, everybody. Remember what my husband just said. Remain, remain vigilant and keep your eyes and ears open. And if you see anything and you feel you need to attack, go ahead and attack. It's better to apologize later, okay, than to let something happen. So here we go. And we are back, you guys. Um, next, we have a Phoenix girl rescued in a Christmas miracle. Now, this is a really, really um, close to my heart uh, topic and story. Um, a patrol officer spotted a suspected kidnapper's car and aided in the rescue of a five-year-old girl who was found uninjured in what police are calling Phoenix's Christmas miracle. Natalie Flores was rescued at about 9.30 p.m. Friday, more than seven hours after she was scooped up by a stranger while playing with her sisters outside their Phoenix apartment building. Now, I just want to say one thing. Whatever parent is letting a five-year-old play outside of an apartment building, it really needs to be looked into because not only is an apartment building many different residences where your child can be taken into one at any time, it's just dangerous to let your kids out of your sight. People, wake up, listen, stop doing it. Anyway, she is alive and well, police spokesman Sergeant Andy Hill said. Hill credited a very alert policeman with taking quick action after spotting what appeared to be a suspect's vehicle driving on the West Phoenix Avenue, driving on West Phoenix Avenue. They said, uh, but I'm saying it that way. Even though the license plate differed from reports, Natalie Flores 5 was rescued about seven hours after she disappeared on Christmas in Phoenix. Officers Mike Burns pulled alongside and saw a suspect that matched the description and thought he saw a small child. Hill told the Associated Press. He said the pickup sped off and Burns gave chase and alerted the force. Officers put spikes across the road several blocks away that punctured the suspect's tires, causing him to crash on the roadside. The man took off on foot but was caught and arrested a block away after a brief struggle. She is alive and well um, thanks to timely diligence of Officer Burns. Hill said it is a rare in a strange abduction, stranger abduction case. So much time has passed without a tragic ending. This was truly a Christmas miracle. Police said the suspect is a 45-year-old man, but they haven't released his name and or any other details. Um, Hill said the man was being questioned by police and held on charges of kidnapping an aggravated assault on a police officer in a felony pursuit. The sergeant said Natalie appeared to be in good shape but was being examined by health officials nonetheless. Police received the call that Natalie had been taken at about 2.15 p.m. An Amber Alert was issued immediately and authorities began combing the area on foot by car and with helicopters. Hill said the child had been playing in the common area at the apartment complex with her two sisters ages 7 and 9 when a man parked his brown pickup in a nearby parking lot and walked over to them carrying a the camera. He physically grabbed the 7-year-old force 
forcibly took a photo of her, Hill said. The man then forced Natalie into the truck and drove away. Witnesses reported that as the man was fleeing, he hit a parked car before entering southbound on 19th Avenue. It is just a really, really, really great story to find out. She's safe. I know her parents are in shock and happy at the same time, and that truly is a Christmas miracle. And, honey, doesn't it go to show that you cannot let your kids out of your sight? I'm over here the nervous and speechless. Thank God the baby oh is you just can't do it, especially in these times. This is this is crazy times and there's nothing more cherished than your child mm-hmm. and if you really I, I I don't even know what to say. I'm gonna stutter my way through this one. But check okay. this out also, baby. Pope okay after woman knocks him down at mass. Pope Benedict XVI delivered his traditional Christmas Day blessing Friday, looking tired and unsteady but otherwise fine hours after being knocked down by a woman who jumped the barrier at the start of Mass at St. Peter's Basilia. The Vatican said the 82-year-old Benedict was unhurt in the fall and that his busy Christmas schedule would remain unchanged. uh, 87-year-old French Cardinal, uh, who was a Vatican diplomat, suffered a fractured hip in all the commotion and will be uh, receiving um, surgery, babe, in Rome this week. Benedict appeared a bit unsteady Friday as he approached his chair at St. Peter's Square to deliver his traditional Christmas blessing and was steadied by an attendant. But he then spread open his arms, blessed the crowd, and delivered his Ure et Orbi speech in Latin, which means to the city and the world. Without any problem, he followed the Christmas greetings in 65 different languages and drew sustained cheers and chants from the crowd. So it's good to know that the Pope is okay. Unfortunate incident, though, at the same time. Oh, my God, that was a hot story. And I got two things to say. One, he's very bold to keep going on with his schedule unchanged, and that's really, really powerful. And two, she she tried this last year, too, and Uh and got through this time. No, I got three things to say. And the last one, 65 different languages. Uh Oh, my God, you guys. One different language is is huge for me, and that's a goal that I have is to learn another language and be able to speak it fluently in my lifetime. And I'm going to achieve that goal. Definitely. Next, we're going to jump down to the final and last hot topic. Lakers, Ron Artest injured in a fall at home. Los Angeles Lakers forward Ron Artest has injured has injuries to his head and left elbow after falling at home. Artest didn't travel with the Lakers to Saturday's game at Sacramento after tripping over a box and falling down a flight of stairs at his home on Christmas night. The team said in a news release, he was treated at UCLA Medical Center undergoing a CT scan and receiving stitches in the back of his head and his elbow. So our prayers go out to Ron Artest and hopefully he gets better soon. He's expected to be examined by a neurologist later Saturday when the Lakers will be able to estimate when his return will be when he rejoins the team. Artest scored 13 points and fouled out while guarding LeBron James in the Lakers 102-87 loss to Cleveland on Friday. Lakers coach Phil Jackson allowed his players to stay home with their families on Christmas night. Yo, yo, way for Lakers Phil Jackson coach. That's great. Um, apparently getting permission from the NBA to fly to Sacramento on Saturday morning. Don't you remember those days, babe? <laughs> yeah, you had, to, you had to get permission. They don't let you fly in the day of the game because if something goes to the lane. That's right. Plane, oh That's that's right. And then lastly, you guys, Lamar Odom is going to likely take his spot in the starting lineup against the Kings. Um, Los Angeles began a stretch with the four games in the five days on Christmas, culminating in a home game against Golden State on Tuesday. Wow, that's big. 
Yes, it is. We are going to uh, check out those Lakers because they seem to be rolling, even though they lost on Christmas Day to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And with no further ado, we have the hottest tips in lifestyle, beauty, and fashion for you all to ponder as well. Babe, what you got? That's right. We got Alka-Saucer Cold Plus. For these chilly times when the flu is running rampant, you have to have some nearby for the times when you find yourself laying awake in bed at night when everyone else in the house is snoozing, but you can't because you're coughing and sneezing and such. This is a magic potion, you guys, and it will help you sleep as well. So get you some Alka-Saucer Cold Plus. That's right. In these times, what I got for you is Love Ponds. Again, I will say it, Love Ponds. Check out our website. They are coming soon, February 14th. It's a new book by my wife and I. If romance is waning at all in your life, check out Love Ponds because they are what is required to bring that love and that fire back in your romance. And you told the secret about Love Ponds, and the fact it's coming out February 14th. Oh, my God, you guys. (laughs) Next is the new all-white-on-white Nikes. Oh, my God. They are the flyest, most sexiest women's or men's casual tennis shoe on the market to me right now, today, at this moment, okay, at this (laughs) second, in this city, at night, right now. On this radio show, I'm telling you guys, the all-white Nikes is the best. Well, you know, guys, last time I talked about uh, Liquid Dove, but you know what? We're going to make a step up. I don't mean to say anything against Dove, great product and everything, but Aveeno, A-V-E-N-O, so sensitive to dry skin. It's fantastic in the shower. They got an exfoliating one that is awesome. My wife bought it. I dared to use it because I didn't know, and I am very, very happy. Uh, This product (laughs) is definitely for me, and it is for somebody out there. Aveeno Soap, check it out. And you guys, guess what? It's funny that my husband says that because he tries a lot of stuff nowadays. He used to really, really, he's very picky about what he puts on his skin. And he he finally tried it. And he goes, oh, honey, I like this. And he used the whole bottle. And then I got him some more. And yesterday he goes, thanks, honey, for the Aveeno. So you guys heard it right here live from my husband. It is called Aveeno. It's great. They have exfoliating kind. And that one, it smells really good. They have all different scents. Strawberries, vanilla, all different kinds. Last, ladies, if you guys play dominoes like I do, now that I've learned how my husband taught me how to play, you have to get yourself the Juicy Couture white dominoes with pink rhinestones. <laughs> I, I'm telling you guys, I happen to get a cool set for Christmas from my loving husband, and I adore them. They are gorgeous. They're feminine. They're cool all at the same time. They're a lot of fun. you got to be careful. So you know how usually people go, bam, and slam them on the table? <laughs> you can't, I don't think you want to do that because you might pop the little stones out, but they are off of the hook. And I'm going to be learning how to play even better so I can beat them next year. So 2010, I'm going to share a couple of little um my resolutions, I'm going to learn how to play dominoes extremely well. I'm going to actually bet my husband and people in our family and our close friends. I'm going to learn how to golf. I'm going to be real great at golf by the end of 2010. And I'm going to learn how to play the piano. We have a piano, and we're messing around on Christmas Eve, and I start playing it, and I thought I heard a semblance of a song. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really tell, but I was like, I could really enjoy this. I've always wanted to, and our, our oldest daughter, she plays the piano pretty well, actually, and she took it when she was little, and that's the reason that we had got a piano. What was it? 10, 15 years ago? Uh, I'm more 15 and 10, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm going to learn that. Those are three of my resolutions. I'm not even going to talk about working out, getting in shape, none of that. I'm not even going to do it because I already know that I've talked about it, what, the last two years on the show. And I'm getting there. i got some pictures, you guys. I'm going to post them to um, our MySpace. Should I put on our MySpace link? 
uh, it depends on <laughs> it depends on how many people you want mad at you. Yeah, they're really cool, you guys. I just shot them last week, and I'm so proud of myself. So I'm gonna put them up there. I don't know how to do it, so I have to get my webmaster to help me. So it might not be today, but by tomorrow, I'm gonna make sure I post them up there. And I want your guys' opinions, okay? So email me and let me know. But moving right along, um, we are gonna be bringing a special guest onto the show in just a little bit, and we're going to jump right on into something else. This is a very fun area that we're going into, and it's our 60 seconds. And um, I'm not going to sit here and even challenge my husband or say that I'm going to beat him or nothing like that, because you guys know I tease him every week and I say that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to just see what happens. I'm just going to do it. So, honey, <laughs> you go first. Me? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, 60 seconds. Well, we're going to go, everybody, with... It's Christmas time, so I figured games, 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 from board games to video games, tiddlywinks to marbles, games wow. have always caught the imagination of people all over the world. For the whole family, want to learn about good deals, real estate, and money? That's right. Monopoly is for you. The foundation for any doctor is started with, you guessed it, operation. For those who want to be a general, colonel, or have some hot military moves, Battleship is the one. Who did it and why? This is for the detective in you. Yes, the game is Clue. Need a stretch or want to see how long you can hold yourself up? Get twisted with Twister, the original. Can you hear it? Blip, blip. Flip. Nothing's wrong, that's just Pong, Atari, all night long. In the world of handhelds, football was the original pocket game of choice. We all rejoiced for corner stores, arcades, and bowling alleys, wall-to-wall pinball. Then there's my namesake, Dig Dug. Asteroids flew through space, Pac-Man, OG, but it was a little too slow. So they brought the lady on the scene, fast and mean, Miss Pac, and y'all, Xbox, more realistic, but... PlayStation creates a new nation where every game under the sun, PSP, taking games to a new level, everywhere you want to be. We, this is where games turn into live interaction. We fit in the like. And for the diehards, we have playing cards from spades to goldfish, any card game you wish. Finally, if you like to count, Take a seat and meet the dominologist, big six to the board. And with all these games, there's no way to be bored. That's games, 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 (laughs) y'all. I don't even want to do mine now. See, I'd be a poor sport if I didn't do mine up. That was very poor. That was hot. You know what? Can I pass? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, I'm going to tell you. And like I said earlier in the show, I don't feel good. I have the flu. It's been coming on for about a week now, and it's really bothering me. I'm going to do this. Okay. You guys ready? <laughs> that was fire. I don't even know when he has time to do this, you guys. It's like I've just been like, oh, my God, okay. Sitting here on this. Oh, wait. I got to start it over. Hold on. I got I to gotta give you the whole effect. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. That set the mood. Okay, you guys, you ready? Okay. Sitting here on this beautiful yet cold Pacific Northwest day, pondering my thoughts of life in general. <clears throat> Excuse me. And how good it feels to be loved and to love him back, to smell his sweet scent of vanilla aroma when he holds me close to his chest. <laughs> to know that no matter what curveball life throws me, he has my back. To feel his heartbeat next to mine and how he takes good care of me when I don't feel well. It makes me delicious food when I say I'm hungry. He asks me what I want. And to know that all doubt at our love would last. <clears throat> 
to taste the sweetness of deep love and see the dark redness of a full-grown rose is to enjoy life and love to its fullest. To forsake each other for no one is wonderful and lovely and complicated and special. And I, I lay in bed last night smiling at the ceiling, not able to drift off and dream, yet daydreaming still about our life, our love, and the beautiful possibilities that lay ahead of us. And I dreamed, I daydreamed about hearing your, his whisper, your whisper, honey, in my ear as you tell me I'm so fine and how much you love me. And all the sweet nothings one whispers to their soulmate. Mm-mm-mm. I daydreamed of now and then and when and how and while. Then I went to sleep. That was a good one. I got you, baby. Yeah, I, I got you. you. That was hot. That was hot. That was Thank hot. you, honey. Did I do good? Yeah, okay. That was awesome. That was not just about me. That was a good one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know what time it is. Whenever you hear some hot music like that, the whistle must not be far. Whistle, it's cold. It's not raining, though. Are you far? I'm unmuted, and I am. In the phone booth, it's cold, man, because my minutes ran out. It's a story, but I'm here. <laughs> Your minutes ran out? Well, you know what? We're going we to make it fast if your minutes is running low. Check this out. Now, San Diego, this is week 16 in the NFL, Wizzle. San Diego at Tennessee last night. And San Diego, man, uh, could this be the team? I just want to know before we get started. What do you think? Well, uh, first and foremost, it has to be uh, one of the better teams that you uh can recall because San Diego has for years and pretty much uh, for the duration of uh, Rivers' career has flown under the radar. Uh, but right now they're playing at a really at an all-time high. It seems like it's a desperation mode for LT. Uh, it, it's a special team, and, and uh, history is yet to be seen. No, no question about it. Now you got uh, Eli Manning, Roethlisberger, and. Uh, Rivers down in San Diego is the last guy out of that draft not to win a championship, so this may be his year. Everybody down there, Ray Mysterio, 619 San Diego, everybody, that's a shout-out for Dougie, by the way. Be looking. Your team is looking real good. Now, Week 16, Wizzle, uh, we're going to start it off with Oakland Raiders at Cleveland. This is a game of cellar dwellers, but uh, it could be interesting. Who do you got here? You know, this is going to be a, a, a good game, but I really believe that Cleveland has been – beginning to show their true selves and and beginning to, to find an identity with themselves. Also with the uh, acquisition of one Mike Holmgren, uh, I think that they will show up big time, and I think they will get that win. No question about it. Mike Holmgren in Cleveland sounds good. Everybody in Cleveland, watch out because the man can do some things for a team. He just doesn't like a long bomb. Every now and again he might. Uh, Seattle 5-9 and nine in the reverse order at Green Bay 9-5. and five. Who do you got in this one? Talk about an uphill climb. Green Bay is really looking good. They're at home. It's going to be cold. I'm going with Green Bay to play well in the cold weather. No question about it. I can see that one now. KC three and eleven at Cincinnati nine and five. This is a big game for Cincinnati to show that they are really who they say they are, as the commercial says. Who do you got in this one, Wizzle? Yeah, this is a big time game too. Uh, I think that uh, Cincinnati will show up. 
uh, obviously, this is a huge game with the implications of, in terms of uh, playoffs. Uh, there's a lot of teams uh, tied up right now, and uh, they need this win so uh, to, to move forward. Definitely, they need to win. I'm going with Cincy. No question. Now, Jacksonville at 7-7 seven and seven is at New England 9-5. and five. This should be an interesting game. I believe Jacksonville still has a couple of options if some teams lose maybe to make the playoffs. And New England hasn't played particularly well, Wizzle. Who do you got in this one? You know, this is going to be a crazy type of game. It's going to be a difficult atmosphere. There's been a lot of verbal uh, jabs thrown back and forth. But you know what? I think that Jacksonville just might have an edge on this team, particularly right now. Uh, it seems like they're a bit hungrier, and uh, I look for a, a lot of production out of Mr. Drew. So I'm going with uh, going with the upset this week. Ooh, everybody stay tuned for that one. Now, Tampa Bay 2-12, and 12, they are at New Orleans. They're trying to get some gumbo. Uh, New Orleans 13-1, got the monkey off their back as far as the undefeated season. They may rest some people. Is this a game Tampa Bay could squeak out, or is New Orleans going to, you know, uh, make their their uh, station felt with them? Well, uh, this is definitely a game that Tampa Bay can win. They're a team that's uh, each game means is probably more significant to them than any other team that's playing right now because they're definitely building for next year and trying to establish something in terms of franchise-wise. Uh, but uh, New Orleans will get the win this week. Uh, they're at home. Uh, I think they are uh, probably will rest a couple people, but uh, overall they'll get the win. They will come out. They'll look sharp. They'll handle their business. No question. Now we got a Carolina Panthers team at six and eight who is very dangerous. They come into New York City to play the Giants, who are eight and six. Who you don't really know what giant team that you're going to get. Whistle. What team are we going to see this week? I see a losing team. I see Carolina, Ooh. you know, coming in and getting a win. I know it doesn't look popular for probably for a lot of the Giant fans and people from New York with that regards, but uh, for that matter. Uh, Carolina really looks good. Uh, they have some uh, really, really look well now that De- Jeff Delhomme has been sad, and I, I hate to say that it's an ironic type of thing, but uh, the backup has stepped in and played well. He moves the ball around, and Steve Smith is alive again. And uh, so uh, I'm going with Carolina in the upset. Be careful, everybody. We've had a Steve Smith sighting. Buffalo. Five and nine, Wizzle is at Atlanta, who hasn't played particularly well coming off of a really breakout season last year. This year they are seven and seven. Buffalo at Atlanta, who do you got there? I'm going with T.O., man. T.O.'s about to put up about 150, 200 yards. This team is a little bit ruined. Uh, I think that it's about the, the last that T.O.'s going to see in Buffalo. I think they're going to use him a little bit and let loose his indoors in the stadium. No weather, no concerns, no excuses. I'm going with Buffalo in Atlanta for the win. No question. Detroit two and twelve. They were two more games than last year. At San Francisco six and eight, who's been up and down all year long. With uh, early in the year, whistle we were maybe thinking playoffs for San Francisco. Detroit, San Francisco. Uh, who do you pick here? I'm going with San Francisco. Uh, you know, I, obviously it's going to be a good game. There's both teams that have the same type of. Uh, uh, sense of urgency as, as well as Tampa Bay in terms of trying to identify and get something rectified for the next coming year. But uh, I'm going with Frisco to get the win there at home, and I think that is the perfect way to start closing out their season. 
No question. In a, a reversal of fortune, St. Louis 1-13 takes on the quarterback that they let go uh, with, with Arizona, Kurt Warner, 9-5, and five, uh, Super Bowl appearance last year. This year playing really well, started off slow, but seemed to find their stride. Who do you got here, St. Louis or uh, Arizona? You know, this is a huge game, obviously, because, uh, you know, Steven Jackson has been, uh, you know, probably one of the premier under-the-radar players that's been in the league this year, uh, at least this season. He's been putting up phenomenal numbers on, you know, uh, let's face it, a terrible team. So uh, this is going to be a tough game. I look for Arizona to get the win. They are at home, but it's going to be a good game. I look for Steven Jackson to have fun out there. No question about it. Now, Denver, who started off, I believe it was 5-0, and they might have got to 6-0, and but right now they are 8-6. and They are at Philly, who have made it to double digits at 10-4. and This should be one heck of a ball game right here. Who do you got in this one? It's going to be a good game. Man, Philly, uh, the elements could be an issue a little bit for Denver uh, in terms of coming in. It's going to be a little bit brisk. Uh, the weather storms have obviously been dropping and phenomenal ratios on the East Coast right now. Uh, but I'm going with Philly to get the win. Uh, Michael Vick will be out, but uh, Westbrook will be in, uh, which does concern me personally because, you know, I don't I don't want to see any contact with Westbrook. So uh, with that being said, I think that Philly will get the win. No question. Now, the other New York team, the Jets, are 7-7. Seven and seven. They are at Indy 14-0. and 0. Uh, does Indy keep the pedal to the metal on this one? What do you see here? I think that Indy will handle their business. Uh, there's no reason they shouldn't. Uh, you you got to continue to to keep uh, honing your skills, becoming sharp, and you, and you, once you relax, you kind of lose what you could have had. So this is a season that shouldn't be lost, or you know, lost in vain. Keep going, keep smashing, and do what it do. Let's see what we can get out of it. I'm going for Indy in the win. No question. Now, Dallas at 9-5, and five, this is a divisional rivalry, a hated game. At Washington, 4-10, and 10, two teams that don't necessarily like each other. If Washington can knock Dallas out of the playoffs, they would love it. Who do you got in this one? This is the most hated rivalry, rivalry obviously, in the NFL uh, uh, with Dallas and, the, and, obviously, the Redskins. I'm going with Dallas right now. They're going to get the win in Redskins land, but it will be a very tough physical game. There's a lot of hatred involved in the clubs and the logos, so you read in between the lines. No question about that one. Baltimore is at 8-6. and six. They really had an up-and-down season, but they seem to be getting back on track. They are at Pittsburgh, who have had the same thing. That's why this game is so interesting there, 7-7. Seven and seven. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, hard-hitting. What do you got here, Wizzle? This is going to be a very good game. It's going to be a, a lot of clock management. Uh, basically, I think it's going to come down to quarterbacks. I think it's going to come down to Roethlisberger again, proving he's a little bit better than the average quarterback. Uh, he's really, really playing well, uh, you know, concussion-wise and all that other health-wise stuff. He plays well. He makes the good, good decisions, and he really gives his team a fighting chance uh, to get the ball moving and, and get a play. So I'm going with Pittsburgh to get the win. 
Ooh. Now, Houston is uh, seven and seven. They, uh, I really think, have kind of found themselves. I'm really looking for them to, to maybe be a playoff team next year. They still have a chance. They are at Miami, who's also seven and seven, who really, uh, like you were talking about, clock management, do well with that. They hold the ball. Uh, what do you got in this one? Houston at Miami should be a good game. This will be a good game. Uh, I look for Miami to really, really play well at home. Uh, they lost a squeaker last week. Uh, maybe it was clock management. Maybe there was a call or two due to coaching. Uh, hey, you got to play to the whistle. Uh, I look for Miami to really regroup, get the win, and send Ricky out. If he's really, truly going to retire this year, send him out with a, with a bang. Let's hope that we see Ricky back because it looks like he still has tread on the tires. Now, Monday Night Football gives us a black and blue division, uh, a long-hated rivalry. The Vikings, they are traveling to the Windy City of Chicago to face the Bears. Who do you got in this one? Both teams on different ends of the spectrum, uh, but with both of them have great quarterbacks. Who do you got in this one? You know, this is a tough game. I, I went back and forth on this one. Uh, obviously, I think that Adrian Peterson uh, – it just seems like you can just stop him with contact. He runs so violently, he's going to get a big play. But when it comes down to it, uh, you got to have somebody who's evasive and to, to get away and get out of those big plays. Uh, this is a big, big game, and I think the Chicago really, really has something to play for. Uh, obviously, their quarterback situation and everything that's went down with that, they have a lot to play for. I'm going with Minnesota to get the win, though. I think if Minnesota will squeak it out there, find a way to Brett Barb will try to show up. Uh, this is a type of no-excuse game because they need to start trying to get sharp before they head to the playoffs. No question about it, you guys. You heard it here. You know the whistle predicts. So uh, if you're listening and you're going to see your local guy, I'm not going to get into that, but you might win some money if you got some on the line. Now, Speaking of money, Wizzle, in the world of boxing, all I don't want to know anything. I just want to know Mayweather-Pacquiao, is it going to happen or is it not going to happen? What do you think? You know what? I think time will tell. Right now, obviously, the newest news on that is that Pacquiao has filed a defamation suit uh, against uh, Mr. Mayweather and his camp, uh, obviously, for the allegations of performance-enhancing uh, utilities. You know what I'm talking about. So uh, that's something to stay tuned for. Uh, you know, the fight is it can be made. Obviously, there's a lot of fights that people will pay for out there if Mayweather wanted to go alternate routes. Uh, you have Sweet Pea sitting back over there. He's waiting to fight. Uh, he's ready to get it in with you. So uh, there's a lot of things that can be done right now. But obviously, there's a lot of stuff going down with Pacquiao and Mayweather, and they're fighting. No question about it, everybody. Let's hope and hope and pray that we see that fight because it should be a good one. Now, in the world of the NBA, Portland Trailblazers and the injury bug whistle, Greg Oden out, Coach Nate McMillan uh, sideline on crutches, Prisbilla out, Rudy Fernandez out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They look like, uh, I don't know what they look like right now, but what do you think about the Trailblazers? Is this something that kind of maybe you don't wish on a team, but it's something that they needed so that Brandon Roy can really step into the, the, the all-star, superstar type of uh, what everyone thinks that he is going to be? What, what do you think about Portland right now? Well, obviously, uh, they are definitely injuries depleted, depleted, bombed out. They've had everything happen that can happen to a team in one year you lose. 
both of your premier guys in terms of uh, established shot blocking and, and presence in, in the interior, uh, obviously. Uh, but they are deep. It gives other players a chance. And uh, last night, Brandon Roy played. He played tough. He, I think he wound up with 41 or so points. Uh, not bad. Not a bad outing. It gives a lot of young players, Martell Webster, and, and players a chance to develop and come up and, and really be able to contribute. So, uh, you know, there, maybe there's something to be said with that. Or Obviously, I took a peek behind their bench, and I, I, I took a look at their, their weight, their strength coordinator, and he didn't look like he was using their equipment. So maybe there's something to be said about their regimen. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, you might be right about that because you can't walk past the equipment. You've got to show the people how to use it. Now, they last night beat the Denver Nuggets, and my question to you is simply, is Denver for real? You don't know what you're going to get with the Nuggets. And, uh, you know, you got Chauncey back. Obviously, you got Carmelo. you got a lot of pieces. Nay, nay. you got J.R. Smith. you got defense now on the wing with the kid from UCLA. It seems like you got all the parts, but uh, it, it seems a lot of the times the George Carl teams just kind of fall apart towards the end or once they get in the playoffs. Is this the team that could get George over the hump, or or do you not think so? Well, I, you know, obviously it's 50-50. This is, uh, again, one of those teams that could possibly get them over the hump, but will they? And I think that uh, that hump, is just to get and win the, the Western Conference and to get a chance to play for, in the finals. I think that would be uh, euphoria for Denver. Uh, I don't think that they're tooled to to play beyond and be more dominant than, per se, a, a Celtics team or to, to utilize their skills. They play really, really strong. But I think they're tooled to beat the Lakers. And in the end, we'll, we'll, I'm, I'm destined to see what's going to happen to that as all of everyone in, in America, but uh, I don't think so. And ultimately, it's it's not a, a knock against George Carl because he gets the team ready to play as well as they can. But it comes down to getting a team to be a, a, make a statement and to and, and make a team that's destined to be great. It, it starts in practice with ego, and they, I'm not saying they don't play hard or anything like that. But they got to be a team that that really plays like. You know, like a a physical team, a football team. I really, really liked the way that Cleveland took it to the Lakers. You know, that was a smash in the mouth. And, I, and that's a humbling experience for especially a West Coast team to have an East Coast team come in and, and really, really basically take it to you in every way. You have your best guy on, the best guy, and there's nothing you can do because every, everybody else is executing. So uh, I, I just like basketball high to play it at a high level. And uh, that's what that's what I like. No question about it. I, I really think the L.A. Is, is got a wake-up call. We are going to see uh, whatever L.A. Lakers are going to be as the season progresses, we are going to begin to see it now because uh, yesterday, I, I agree with you, it was a sobering experience because all the cards are in their hand. And uh, watch out for the Lakers in the second half of the season, everybody. was well, always, Wizzle, we appreciate your insight in to the world of sports, all the picks, basketball, football, boxing, cover the spectrum. Until next week, we'll see you same time, same station now. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have a pickle and a hiccup. I'm out. <laughs> you say a hiccup? Yeah. I've been really trying, baby, to 
Everybody, you know we enjoy you coming and sticking it with us every Saturday at 5 o'clock. Check us out next week. And we want to thank you for tuning in in 2009. We won't be talking to you until 2010. And until then, take care, friends. Peace. The Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.